if I might tell you an X-rated radio show that I did, live, it was Arch Obler's Lights Out, uh, in which uh, it featured Agnes Moorhead and a man named Wally Mayer, and I had a, a supporting part. I was a scientist, as I often was a scientist. And we, in those days, as my phrase, as you all know, you understand why I keep saying as you all know, because I know that you all know what we, what we did, except for the, the, the guests who come in and who've read about the, the newspaper. For those, incidentally, I must, uh, forgive me, for those of you who don't know the machinations of radio live, we had an East Coast and a West Coast program. We on the uh, West Coast would do a show, for instance, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon so that it could be heard at 8 o'clock in the evening on the East Coast, and then three hours later we would have to do it at 8 o'clock live again for the West Coast because time would, uh, the time structure would just uh, not permit us to do it. Uh, if we did it at 8 o'clock on the West Coast, it means people in New York would be hearing it at 11 o'clock. And conversely, people who did shows in New York, like Cavalcade of America, would do shows at 12 midnight, so it would reach the West Coast at 9 o'clock. Now, that was their repeat live show. I emphasize live as I go back to the, to the Lights Out experience. Now, this was at 5 o'clock in the afternoon to be reached uh, East Coast at 8 o'clock. And the story this particular day was uh, there was a giant chemical that had gotten loose. Uh, lights out, as Arch Obler shows, are always scary and horrific in science fiction. And a giant chemical had gotten out somehow, and huge holes in the countryside developed. Huge cavities. So this one scene involving Agnes Moorhead and Wally Mayer and myself was a group of scientists coming to this, uh, to this series of, of uh, holes and... We looked at it, and my line was, hmm, that's a strange chemical reaction. <laughs> and this is live. Now, if you recall, this happened to be, incidentally, the very same studio when I walked in and won my part on Bethel Meriday four or five years before. And in that very same booth was sitting Arch Obler and the engineer and the secretary and a production man or lady. And I, so we are, we're on the air, and on comes the scene, and now is my line. Now, Agnes is standing right in front of me, this way, facing me. The booth is here, and I'm standing here. Wally is there. Agnes is right here, and I'm standing opposite. This is 44 mic, and got the mic here, and my line is dialogue, dialogue, line, and then my line is, hmm, that's a strange chemical erection. And then, <laughs> And I, I looked across the mic at her, and I mouthed, naturally whispered, did I say that? <laughs> and Agnes nodded, and I looked to my right, and in the booth, nobody was in the booth. They were all down on the floor. <laughs> and it seemed like hours had occurred. It was only a second, because naturally, the professionalism of of Wally, whom I think had the next line, he immediately answered the line he should answer, and the people didn't know. And who? And there was never a call to, you know, from the east. Or did, did I hear what I heard? Nothing, because they may have heard, they may have thought they heard. And that's a strange chemical reaction. 
And then three hours later, we had to go back and do it again live for the West Coast. And my hand was shaking like this, you know. But I did it. I did it right. Did it correct. Now that really happened. You've heard of other bloopers and you've heard of things for the past few years. That really happened. 